Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, November 11th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be here until 6 o'clock. we got a lot to get into. Always do, don't we? we got Marshall basketball to talk about. We've also got Marshall football to get into. I was at Coach Huff's media availability earlier today. So we've got a lot coming out from that. We'll get into all of that this week. But I've got some highlights from today I want to talk to you about. And I'm going to give you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to go see the Herd take on Georgia Southern. That's coming up on Saturday. We've got the game. So if you don't have tickets and you don't win tickets and you can't go or you, you want to follow along and you just can't be at the stadium, we got you covered. But I'm trying to help you out. I'm going to give you tickets to that. And, of course, we're going to open up our text line. We do that at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's where we will ask you a simple question. We're kind of like a day behind. We had basketball yesterday, so we really didn't get into our usual rhythm, our usual cadence of things that we do during giveaway week. So let's start out today. Pick the score. Simple as that. What do you think is going to happen Marshall wins or Georgia Southern wins. Pick the score, and that'll get you entered into our ticket giveaway. We will randomly draw one of you after the show. And again, it's a four-pack of tickets to go see the Herd take on Georgia Southern. I'm excited for this one, of course. I like the old Southern Conference matchup, so I'm happy that Marshall's playing Appalachian State again. I'm happy that Marshall's playing Georgia Southern. You know, I wish that... Once upon a time, maybe that the Southern Conference would have just all went 1A. Everybody would have went together or could have had like the Southern Conference be a 1A, now an FBS conference. That would have been fun for me. I enjoyed the old Southern Conference. I really did. So, your mileage may vary. You might be someone that's reminiscing about the Mid-American Conference. You might be somebody that's new to this, and the Sun Belt's really your thing, because anyway, nobody's really thinking that Conference USA is their thing. I think that's the one thing we can universally agree on. No matter your affinity for martial sports, how many of you have a true fondness for Conference USA outside of maybe Western Kentucky, outside of maybe you know Memphis in basketball, outside of maybe you know Middle Tennessee kind of in football? I mean, you, do you really miss those rivalries? Do you miss them? Or did you, did you think they were rivalries or really not? You can throw that in as well. But we'll open up the text line for you now at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. First texter already dropping some shade. I don't know if you don't, I don't know if he's dropping shade or not. Texter says, 4210 Southern, and I don't want the tickets. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. I appreciate that. You can text in as well. Again, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's our number to be a part 
of today's ticket giveaway. What the score is going to be on Saturday. Who's going to win, Marshall or Georgia Southern? And if you don't want the tickets, just tell me as well. You can participate. But if you don't want the tickets, tell me. And if you really don't want the tickets, tell me. But it should be fun. I think a, a big thing you got to keep in mind also, this is going to be the 75 game. And it's really become more of a thing. Not necessarily has it been since the beginning of uh, football resuming at Marshall University after the plane tragedy. You know, it really hasn't been a, a game. Now, you play the game to, to commemorate the passage of time to to mark the anniversary you've played that game before but it wasn't like the 75 game you you didn't put that on the game program you didn't you know market it as the 75 game and when i mean market it i mean promote it you know let people know hey this is the game this is what we do during this game this is why we do it during this game so it hadn't been truly a 75 game in that sense. I mean, there's always been a game after or right before the anniversary date. And so that had been the unofficial 75 game. And then Doc Holliday, I think for everything that sometimes he gets criticized for, Fairly or not, one of the things that he really did was embrace the whole idea of let's do something special, let's do something to commemorate this moment. And so the special helmets, that was born, and I think they're going with the black again. I think that's what I saw on on social today going with the black helmet, you know, the old school bison. I love that, by the way. I wish Marshall would just roll with those. Yeah, I would like to see a bison on that helmet. Just, that's the Marshall bison. I had it in my head that, you know, you could come up with some sort of design that, you know, to incorporate like a bison head into the helmet. I like the old school logo there, the old school bison, the black look. I like it. It's a pretty sharp helmet, and it's a special game. And we're going to talk about that with Coach Huff a little bit later on. We'll get his thoughts on it. Uh, he also kind of clarifies some things he talked about yesterday during his Zoom presser with the media, Sunbelt Media, about the game is more important than winning. And he wasn't trying to say, look, I don't care if we, we lose. You know, I just want to go out. He's trying to frame this a little different for the players. He wasn't trying to frame this for fans. He's trying to frame this game, the significance of this game or the value of going out and playing your very best. He's not trying to frame it as, hey, um, winning doesn't matter. Just go play. We'll get into his reasoning and, and what he was talking about. He even said earlier, you'll hear that Owen Porter came up to him. It's like, hey, look, no, you know, no, winning matters. Yes, winning matters. You absolutely want to win. So we got that. And, of course, basketball last night. How about that? 
Good crowd yesterday. It wasn't a bad crowd at the Henderson Center for this one. And Marshall got the win, avenging a loss last year to Queens University of Charlotte, the Royals. It was a fun one. I thought the herd looked good. Kevon Boyles, I'm not picking a favorite player, but I like Voyles. I absolutely thought that he had a great game. I thought Wyatt Fricks had a great game. I Honestly, there were a lot of players that I was happy with when I saw them out there. Like, okay, they're putting it together. I, I kind of like this. I actually thought that um, Nate Martin might be one of my favorite players. and It's, it's hard to pick. I don't want to rank them like, okay, you know, I like I like Boyles and Martin, then, you know, Wyatt Fricks and then Obina and Cam Kerfman. You know, I don't want to do that. But Kevon Boyles and Nate Martin, I was really happy with the way they played. And I hope that they grow within the system and we see more of them and that potential. I really – and, again, this is a small sample size. That's what someone said to me yesterday on Twitter. Small sample size, but it was good. Free throw shooting, somebody had kind of an issue with free throw shooting. Game one, that's correctable. That's something we can fix, right? But it looked good. Heard looked good. I was happy. They got the win. They saw a little adversity. This team just didn't come in and, and roll over for the Herd. So they saw a little adversity, and I was happy with that. Now, I didn't want this to just be a complete romp. I know that might be against sort of the, the unspoken rules around here. Let, no, we want romps. We want blowouts. But I was happy. It was, uh, it was a little competitive, but it didn't feel like that Marshall was in jeopardy. I thought Marshall established itself early, wasn't in jeopardy, but I think Queens did stress him a little bit, and I was good with that. I was happy to see that happen. So we'll talk about that game. We'll get your text in. 304-396-TALK, 304 396 Eight two five five. We'll talk about that with you, but we're going to give you an opportunity. It's sort of I'm kind of gauging the um, the temperature in the room here as far as football is concerned. Are you going to the game? Obviously, you know, if you're going to the game, then you probably already have your tickets. But if you want to go to the game, I've got four. We're going to give away. It's a four pack, so you can take your family. And we'll give you that opportunity by texting 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. What's the score going to be? Who's going to win this one? Already had someone text in and say it's going to be 42-10 Southern. You think differently? We'll find out. Coming up, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni. We'll talk a little bit about this basketball matchup. We'll get the uh, word from the head man. Also, we'll kind of look ahead a little bit. Uh, The Marshall women are in action coming up this week. We'll talk about that later on. We'll hear from Coach Huff, and we'll get your feedback to everything with our text line, again, 304-396-TALK. That's our number to be a part of the program. I'm your host, Paul Swan, for this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
We're giving you a chance to win tickets to go see the Herd take on Georgia Southern. That's coming up on Saturday. We'll have the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And our sister station, 93.7 The Dog. As a programming note, just for just for a moment, basketball is coming up on Friday. And the men will be in White Sulphur Springs. They'll be taking on Radford 7 o'clock. They're going to be playing at the Greenbrier. That game is going to be only on 93.7 The Dog. For those of you who are listening to my voice on the radio, if you usually listen to the game on 9.30 or 94.1, flip over to 93.7 The Dog. That's where that game's going to be because we've got Huntington High football coming up this week. And the Highlanders are in action the Cabell Midland Knights are in action. The Spring Valley Timberwolves are in action. We've also got the Ashland Tomcats in action. We've got four high school games across our radio stations and the Marshall game as well. So we're going to be very busy on Friday. So if you want to listen to the Herd game on Friday, lock it on 93.7 The Dog. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter asks, or actually says... That Conference USA became uninteresting beyond description. I'm a season ticket holder and will be there Saturday cheering their herd on because they're my team. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I suspect it's going to be Southern 35, herd 13. Hey, that's a that's a valid valid thought. Georgia Southern, you look at what they've done on the season so far. They've had some interesting games. They lost at Texas State. But they beat Georgia State, and they beat ULM. They lost at James Madison, but everybody's lost at James Madison. That's the thing. Everyone's lost at James Madison. But they beat Coastal Carolina, and they beat Ball State. They lost a a competitive matchup at Wisconsin. They beat UAB. They beat the Citadel. So you look at what they've been able to do. They're 6-3. and three. They're 3-2 three and two in the Sun Belt, and they still have hopes. They could possibly, if the NCAA doesn't approve the 500th waiver attempt by James Madison to become bowl eligible, Georgia Southern has a shot at being the conference champion. And, of course, uh, I don't think the NCAA is going to uh, change its stance just because James Madison is having a tremendous season. Then it's going to have to change its stance on everyone. I don't think they're going to get any relief here. But Georgia State's playing for possibly – an East Division title, possibly a berth in the championship game. So there's things to be playing for here. And then Marshall is playing for a lot, trying to get to 500, get to six wins, trying to maybe get a bowl berth. And, of course, that's on top of the 75 game. From our text line, is there any TV for the game on Friday? The game on Friday... I don't believe is televised. I wish I, I wish I had an answer for you on that because I hadn't seen anything on as far as TV is concerned. And of course, you know we're promoting the radio side here, so you know where my focus is at. But I don't think there's going to be a like an ESPN Plus broadcast or anything like that because you know, most of that is set up. You know, within the Henderson Center, 
for those games. So, you know, if it's a home game for Marshall, they've got the capability to broadcast the game on plus or facilitate that. So if you want to keep track of it, radio is going to be your best bet because there's not going to be a uh, television broadcast for it, at least not that I'm aware of. If that changes, I'll update you on that. But you know, as it stands right now, the Queens game was on ESPN Plus, and then the, the game against Radford is not. But we've got you covered right here. And it'll be on 93.7 The Dog. And there's also a streaming app. If you can't listen to the radio, there's a streaming app you can download. You can go to uh, the website, 93.7thedog.com. You can get that streaming app. There's also an Alexa skill. So you can enable that on your Alexa device or your Amazon Echo. You can listen to the game that way. There there are streams out there, but you know we ask you, if you would, grab our stream on the website or you can grab our stream from our app or our Alexa skill. So you should be covered there. Speaking of basketball, the Thundering Herd getting the victory over Queens University of Charlotte, 89-73. to Not a bad start to the season for the Thundering Herd and Dan D'Antoni. And Dan is always positive. That's the one thing about him. He never gets too low, never gets too high. I know that's something he says as well, but it's true. And he was happy because he said it was always good to get that first one. Last year, the Herd didn't get that first one against Queen, so definitely moving in the right direction this season. Always good to get the first one because you don't know really what's going to happen. We had two exhibitions, but this is a much better ball club. and uh, They had some uh, had good talent out there. They're fast. And, uh, they, they play our pace. Uh, but uh, I thought we played hard. We played together. Ball moved a little bit. Made some mistakes. When we went up 20, we made about four key mistakes. And, We'll get through that. We let him split us down there in the end, and he took off. Now it's five on three, and they got a three. And then challenged the three, and they went down. Then they turned to look where it went, and they came right back, and they kicked it back out, another three. And then we just didn't switch. We got lazy on the switch, another three. So we were up all of a sudden 20, now it's down 11. And they'll, they'll realize the way we play, you're never safe at 20 points. You're never lost at 20 points. So you got to keep playing. I thought I uh, came out second half and outscored and played pretty well. And, uh, you know, it's always good to get that first win. The coach is happy that the victory belongs to the Thundering Herd, starting out the season 1-0, and avenging that loss last season against Queens. There was a stretch in that game where Queens had cut the lead, and then Marshall came out and just like pop, 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 started hitting shots ran it back out. Dan talked about that stretch, and he was pretty happy with the way the team responded. Well, two things happened. One, we hit the threes, like you said, but we also backed off the press a little bit, and they didn't score. So, and, But they, they, they did get to come down and get one on us. So, but it was big. Crawford stepped up. I mean, we were pretty deep. You know, we got Cam Crawford can make plays, and he hadn't played in a year and a half. That's his first game in a year and a half. Maybe almost two years. So, uh, again, this is a developing team. It's going to take uh, before you see its full potential. We got good length, 
good speed, athleticism everywhere. They can shoot the ball well. No reason why we can't be good. We got to hone in on our leadership, and I got to try to figure out where I'm going for the last shots. Uh, I didn't like what I saw. I tried to call time out with 30 seconds to get one up, see if we could pull it off. He went to his own and messed it up, but uh, uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Dan D'Antoni, after the victory, Thundering Herd moving to one and zero, opening up the season with the win. The Thundering Herd back in action. Heading to the Greenbrier in White Sulphur Springs to take on Radford 7 o'clock. And as a texter asked earlier, uh, no television for this one. You want to listen to the game locally on 93.7 The Dog. You can go to the website, get the streaming app. You can get the skill enabled on your Amazon Echo device. You can listen to the game on the website. We've got you covered no matter how you need to listen. No TV, so keep it locked on 93.7 The Dog. We're jumping back and forth. We're talking football and basketball today. Texer wrote in just a moment ago and, and said that how can Huff, Coach Huff, look the seniors in the eye by continuing to play a quarterback who is as limited as the current starter? His explanation is hollow. Honestly, if... He thinks that one quarterback is going to give him a better chance to win than the other, then he's going to make that decision. I'm not there at practice. You're not there at practice. That's been stressed to us time and time again that they're seeing things in practice that we're not, so we take their word for it because we don't have the opportunity to sit and watch practice every single day. So we're not seeing things. You know, we're not in film study with them. We're not going through reps. We're not going through the game plan. So I get all of that. I understand that we don't have some of the information. We just see what happens on game day. And we haven't seen that outstanding performance. As Coach would say, there's some things that got to get cleaned up, right? I think if whichever quarterback gives you the best chance to win, you gotta you got to roll with that quarterback. End of story. You have to. Whichever one. And it's up to him to be able to make that decision, and it's up to him to make sure that his quarterbacks are ready to go because if your starter, for whatever reason, has to be taken out of the game, then your backup better be ready to go. So I hope that, honestly... Your starter is your best option, but you can go out there and play the game with your backup. That's kind of my thought on that. And again, if you know, if we are at practice every day and able to watch, you know, maybe we could have a, a little bit more of an informed decision on what his process is as far as you know what's he seeing, what's he's looking for. Because again, he's looking at things that we're not, or he's looking for things that we're not, and he's seeing things in practice. Back to the text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter says, we were at our best in the MAC. The future will be bright in the Sun Belt. Just need some time to level up in recruiting NIL deals. I think that Marshall's done a better job at recruiting, or at least the organization. There's a lot more people 
on this now. There are, there's a department. They're running this like a corporation just about here. There's a department. You know, they have more people to throw at this thing because it's still all new. I mean, can you imagine? And I, I, would, I would think that the previous coaching regime would have done a fine job adapting to this. I, I don't know. You think Doc Holliday and his staff would have adjusted to that new reality, been able to, to go out there? Or, you know, would Doc have been more of like a recruiter trying to get talent, bringing it in, you know, or would he been able to hit that transfer portal a lot better than we might have given him credit for in hindsight? So I think that the recruiting will come. I think the NIL deals are going to be hard just because, you know, honestly, there's going to be schools that are going to outspend the thundering herd on a whim. And I don't mean just Marshall's athletic department. I mean Marshall's fan base. There are going to be programs that are going to be able to outspend you. And there's going to be you know, financial backing from entities that are going to be able to outspend you. So you know, Marshall's got to be smart about this as well. You've know, you got to develop those, those deals. You've got to develop that. But the whole concept of NIL has gotten out of whack because it wasn't intended for schools and boosters just to write checks and say, okay, come play here. Here's the, here's the, here's the benefit package we're going to give you. It was an opportunity for students to be able to profit off of their name and their, their, their likeness and their, their reputation, but I don't think it was intended for boosters and institutions to come up with you know, benefit packages. Paul, we want you to come here at Kendrick Communications, and here's the benefit package that we're going to give you. Now that conversation didn't happen. I love, I love it here, but you know I didn't get a new car. Student athletes are getting new cars. I'm not. I didn't have that kind of conversation. I could use a new car if anyone's um, yeah, wondering. Back to the text line three zero four three nine six talk three zero four three nine six eight two five five. Uh, Texture says, so obviously things haven't been cleaned up and practice isn't translating into game performance. There have been a lot of mistakes, a lot of turnovers, a lot of issues. Coach talked about it earlier today as far as uh, you know, being in the red zone and things happening. Heard at one point for two games, wasn't able to score an offensive touchdown, a touchdown generated by the offensive unit. So, yeah, there have been a lot of issues. I don't think anyone can deny that. Back from the text line, Texter says, I actually think the herd pulls out a win this week. Nothing that I've seen offensively the last three games gives me an educated reason why we should win. However, I believe we'll have angels in the end zone in November to help us get a bowl this year. Herd 28, Georgia Southern 24. Uh, Texter writes in and says, uh, hey, Paul, the, uh, the game is listed. It's uh, going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Okay. I had not seen that listing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, will, uh, I will pass that along. So if you are looking for the game, uh, it will be on ESPN+. Plus, but at the same time, since um, my employment is dependent upon radio, please listen to 93.7 The Dog. That is coming up on Friday. 
We'll get our next break in. We will talk to you at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Doc Holliday started a really nice thing, I think, formalizing this a lot more. I mean, we've always had a game in honor or remembrance of the 75, but it started to become more of a, a game. And Coach Huff talks a little bit about the importance of this when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're asking you to pick the score between Marshall and Georgia Southern. That's coming up on Saturday. I'm going to give you a chance to win tickets by picking the score. You know what? To be honest with you, if you've texted in today, I'm going to ask you if we randomly draw your name and number if you want the tickets. So we'll give you an opportunity. So everybody who's texted in today, I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to win those tickets. So, But – I would love to hear your score prediction. And again, that's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter is not happy with the offensive coaching and um, wants a change. Also, um, a lot of disappointment and maybe the way that this game has been framed this week as far as, you know, wins and losses. So Coach Huff earlier today, I don't know if you caught his uh, full presser, but I've got some highlights we're going to get into now. And he talked about the game a lot, but the way he framed it, he talked about that this game is about honoring the 75 and how you go about honoring the 75. But he did point out that he's not saying we don't care about winning. What he's saying is, you know, we want to go out and we want to honor the 75. So how do you go about honoring the 75? And he explained what he's looking for and how the team in his eyes can go about that. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the reasons I know everybody kind of looks at me funny when I say, you know, we want to win the game, but we want to honor them. That, that's one of the reasons why I sell it that way to them. That, that's what I say. Like, when I come up here, I have to say the exact same thing I say in the team room because they watch this press conference. So if I say something different up here, I may please the fans or I may give you guys something to write, but when I go in the team room, I lose them. So what I say here is what I say to them. Um, Maybe I upset the fans because I don't pound the desk or flip a can over or whatever or kick a cooler and break my foot. Um, but I don't do that in front of them. So if I get up here and I do something different, then they're looking at me. And I think one of the things in the midst of, and I'll get to your question, in the midst of we're playing really bad, okay? I want to be the first one to say it, okay? No, it's not okay. Yes, we have some things we need to improve. Um, some of those improvements are short-term. Some of those improvements are long-term. It is what it is. Um, it's my responsibility to fix those things. I fully understand that. Um, but one of the things that I can hang our hat on is our players have yet to quit. He stressed that the players have not quit, and that was some of the stuff that was coming out the other day as far as players uh, after the game. You know, they didn't quit on him. They didn't get the win, but the team hasn't quit, and you hear that a lot. Oh, this team's quit. He's lost the team. Coach lost the team. They quit on him. Well, to a man – 
no one is saying that. So either they're saying that and paying us lip service, or they truly believe it. That, no, we haven't quit on Coach. So that came up. And for Coach, that's one of the ways that you fix the problem. It starts with the team not quitting, and that gives him the ability to, to address things short-term and then go after the long-term issues. Regardless of the score, regardless of the game, home, away, whatever it is. That's the first avenue to fixing the problem. Because when they quit, that means you've lost them. As long as you haven't lost them, you can fix the problem. You can make substitutions. You can change schemes. You can, you can do all of that. Um, so I don't ever want to lose the players. So I say honor the 75 to try to relieve the pressure of winning the game. Winning the game comes down to execution. Winning the game does not come down to how bad you want to win. Our guys want to win really bad, and obviously this game really means a lot. So to try to relieve the pressure of, hey, we have to win this game, I try to make sure that they go out and play really, really hard. Typically, if you play really, really hard, you'll execute a little bit better, and the byproduct is you'll win. So Coach Huff talking about how they're going about this game. And and one more soundbite from Coach, and we'll get back to your text here in a second. He stressed why he isn't demeaning winning. That was uh, from him because that's kind of the vibe that people were telling me, like, hey, you know, what's Coach talking about here? You know, yeah, you know, it's you know, win this game. You gotta you gotta win this game. Yeah, this is important. You have to go win this game. You know, you gotta go win. And when he was framing this. He, he told us why he wasn't demeaning winning and, and why he's doing it this way. So that's why I say it that way. I don't say it that way to um, demean you know, winning. I say that way to take pressure off of 18 to 22-year-olds who don't fully understand how to handle anxiety, how to handle mental stress, how to handle social media, how to handle the fans that patted them on their back four weeks ago but are now booing them how to handle their coach who's getting beat up just like they are, all of that. I'm okay. I'm 40. Trust me. I get it. I know how to handle mental health. Go to sleep. Okay? That's how you handle mental health. How do you handle stress? Smoke a cigar. That's how I handle stress. I'm good. But they're 18 to 22. They don't know. I can put the phone down. I don't have to look at Twitter. I don't have to look at whatever is someone's right. I, I, I don't have to. I'm old. Like my, When I grew up, I had to go get the paper from my dad. I had to get coffee out of the coffee machine. So you didn't know what was going to happen until the paper hit the ground the next morning. So it's different for me. But these kids live on their phones. They live on social media. So they don't know how to handle it. So it's my job to kind of help relieve some of that stress. Coach Huff earlier today, his presser with the media. Some of you have already seen the full presser as Marshall releases that as well. Texter wrote in and said, I caught his full presser. Answers are very troubling. Heard loses 23-13 to if the defensive return team score a touchdown. Back to the text line. Texter says, I hope I'm wrong, but I think the herd will lose 42-17, to and we will be lucky to have 8,000 fans, but I will be there. Go herd. Also from the text line, 21-17 Marshall with the win to try to stay bowl eligible. And finally, from the text line, hey, Paul, tough league and very competitive. Trust coach to make the right call at quarterback. Cam won nine straight at one point. I think the majority of us believe Cam gives us the best chance to win. 
as you know, we got to get those six wins in a bowl game. Heard wins, 35-10. That's Holmes. Appreciate you texting it as well. We're giving you a chance to win four tickets to go see the Herd take on Georgia Southern. That's coming up on Saturday. We've got the game for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7 The Dog. And as a side note, Friday night, Marshall basketball at the Greenbrier taking on Radford. 7 o'clock, that's going to be on 93.7 The Dog. And if you were with us earlier and you you didn't uh, catch the answer I was asked, hey, is this game going to be on ESPN Plus or TV? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, I didn't have that in front of me earlier. Yes, it is going to be on ESPN Plus. But you're all invited to tune in, 93.7 The Dog. It helps keep us all here employed at Kindred Communications. I'm just going to going to put that out there and, and let you guys make that decision. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still plenty of time to get your text in at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've been talking about Marshall and Georgia Southern coming up this week. We're giving you a chance to win four tickets to go see the Herd take on the Eagles. That's coming up Saturday. If you need tickets... Well, you know what to do. Text in your pick, Marshall or Georgia Southern. What's the score going to be? Texter says it's going to be Georgia Southern 14, Marshall 28. Let's see what you did there. Go herd. Marshall finds their offense, defense returns. Wouldn't that be something? That would be fantastic if Marshall could start a comeback win this game, and then get the last two, and then really springboard towards a, a strong finish and hopefully propel to the next season. I know every year's different, but I think you got to have – I believe in a little momentum. you got to have a, a positive finish to get to the next season. I always think you know if you have a, a strong finish and then you can maybe build on that, maybe that's just me. Speaking of maybe not finishing so well, but trying to springboard into something better, Marshall Women's Basketball under Kim Caldwell getting the season underway. That is coming up. That's going to be on Thursday. They are going to be in Fairfax, Virginia to take on George Mason. Had a chance to catch up yesterday with Coach, and she said that I mean, she's excited. It's game week for her. This is her first go-around as a head coach of a Division One program, so she's definitely excited about game week. We hit the road on Wednesday, and we go from um, George Mason to Chattanooga. Then we come home, so it's going to be a really long road trip for us and playing against two really, really, really tough opponents, so it's not really how I would like to start our season and my Division One career, but if it, it's going to make us better in conference play, then let's do it. So she's excited for the schedule. Gets underway for the Thundering Herd on Thursday. Back to our text, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter says, let's go for turnaround Marshall 21, Georgia Southern 17. Also from the text line, I'm really hoping the Herd can pull out a win Saturday, not just for their sake, but for the 75. 
I guess scoring will be around 28-21. Heard for the win. Been watching them play since I was a little girl at Fairfield with my grandmother. Will always bleed green. We are. So, Fairfield was at the point it desperately needed replaced had seen better days, but back in its in its prime, it was all right. It was an all right place. I kind of missed the charm of Fairfield a little bit. Uh, I watched a many a Huntington High game there. Many a Huntington High game. The Pony Express played some really good games there. I can remember reading clippings of where they had a sellout for a Huntington High game and then they had like a, a sellout for the Marshall game. So it was like a double header when they were using Fairfield. So uh, I miss Fairfield as well. It was really a great place to watch a football game. But I think I'm being a little bit nostalgic. So that's pretty cool. So go herd. Let's hope the herd can get this turned around. So we're going to give it a chance to win these tickets in just a few minutes. I got to make a uh, I got to make a decision here. I'm going to draw all these names. We got a lot of you participating today. We'll do it again tomorrow. That's the good news. I've got tickets today to give away tomorrow and on Thursday. I've got four tickets each day. So we're going to give you a couple more opportunities tomorrow. Here's how we do this if you are new to the process. Everybody that wrote in today, everybody that texted in, we're going to randomize and pick one of you and then – Watch your phone. I'll send you a message within a few minutes. If you didn't hear from me after the show, I didn't get to you. Now, if for some reason we can't give the tickets away to the person that we message to, we will come back to you. So if you get a random text from me later on at night or tomorrow morning, you know you won. So just keep that in mind. But we're going to randomize and we're going to pick someone here in the next couple of minutes. And we're going to give you four tickets to go see the Hurt. Take on Georgia Southern. It's the 75 game, and that's coming up on Saturday. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and 93.7 Dog. And, again, as a reminder, basketball Friday night, the Hurt taking on Radford, 7 o'clock at the Greenbrier. Game will be televised. That was the first question earlier about this game. Will it be televised? Yes, it will be on ESPN+. Plus. Keep me and many of your friends in radio employed by locking in on 93.7 The Dog. That's, that's just how you do it. You can watch the video. You can watch, That's fine. Just tune in, 93.7 The Dog. Listen to the voice of the herd, Steve Cotton. You can have the game in the background on your TV. That's, that's the best way to do it. Tomorrow on the program, we'll talk more about this game coming up with Marshall and Georgia Southern. We'll have more from Coach Huff, including trying to, something I didn't get to today, we'll get into tomorrow. As far as managing the pressure of this game and the winning, because there is a lot of pressure. Just from talking to a lot of people, some of the things that you say are, Marshall can't lose this game. You don't say that, they can't lose because they're just invincible. You're saying, no, you can't lose this game. It's not a sign of, okay, they're so good, they just can't lose. It's no, 
you can't lose this game. That's you can't. You just can't. You you're not like you're not allowed to. You can't do this. That's that's the worst thing you can do. You can't lose this game. So it's a lot of pressure on a, a young student athlete. I know they're young men, but they're still young. And they haven't dealt with a lot of things that we deal with. I mean, honestly, there are things that we do in our daily lives that stress us a lot. And we still try to struggle through it. We got a little bit more experience, but these are young men who, you know, maybe for the first time feeling this pressure. I mean, I don't think fans are actually going up to them and saying, hey, look, you better win this game or or you're a terrible person. But as Coach Huff talked about earlier, social media, they're always connected. They're reading the good and the bad. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Back tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Until then, have a great night, everyone. Retransmitting in glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.